the good fight of faith and rest is the title fight the good fight of faith and rest thank you lord and our our, our scripture the base scripture that we were reading um was second corinthians 4 and 3 it says we have in the same spirit of faith According as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. The second verse was um, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9, um, which describes the spirit of faith. It says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. So when we as saints of God are fighting this good fight of faith, we have that same spirit of faith, the spirit of faith that gets us through the situations. And here Paul is talking about, um, he was troubled. He said troubled on every side means to be pressed, to be squeezed, to be oppressed, hedged in and pressured. Distress means to be kept in a narrow cramped place, to be crushed. On every side means in every imaginable way and place and occasion. Perplexed to be at a loss, not knowing, not knowing what to do, questioning, wondering which way to go, what to do, unable to find an answer. And despair means to be hopeless, to have no confidence or assurance, to be without any sense of security. So we, you know, as saints of God, we will have situations going in our lives. But when, when we have the same spirit of faith, that spirit of faith saying, I may be uh, in trouble on every side, but I'm not distressed. I may be perplexed, but I'm not in despair. May be persecuted, hallelujah, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. So no matter where we are, whatever we're going through, we need to know and continue to say we have that same spirit of faith. And you look at this verse and you hear people saying, well, you shouldn't be saying that confession. You know, you're troubled on every side and, you know, you're perplexed or, you know, not perplexed. And, you know, that's not a, a, a confession of faith. But Paul here was explaining to the people, look, I may have all this going on in my life. I'm not distressed. I'm not in despair. I, you know, I, I'm not cast down. I'm I, I, going through the situation. I'm going through it in joy. And I tell you that this is what we as saints of God are called to do is to go, Lord, I'm going, you know, whatever it is, you know, we stand. We stand in the midst of all that is going through. You know, faith is not calling those things that are that are as though they are not. And I, I don't know if I got you this on last week, but you know, um, Pat Copeland, uh, Creflo was talking about a young lady he met in the restaurant and her arm was broke. So he asked her how she's doing. She says, my arm's not broke. He says, excuse me, says, my arm's not broke. He said, then why isn't it in a cast? Well, well, my arm's not broke. He says, sweetheart, you got that all wrong. You know, don't call things that be as though they, they, as though they are not. They're there, it's, the arm is broke. But you want to call your arm, my arm is, my, I, my arm is healed yes. based on the word of God. Yes, I see it's broke. You see it's in the cast. I, I, it needs to be healed, but I'm standing for a healing. I'm not saying it's not broke, it's not broke, it's not broke. Yeah, well, that's not going to change the situation. <laughs> call things that be not, which means my healing is not right now. 
as though it's already here. So I'm calling in healing of the broke arm. You know what I mean? Not my arm, but the young lady's arm. You know, so people say, oh, I'm not in pain. You wake up and your head is, I'm not in pain. I'm not in pain. You can hardly open your eyes. I'm not in pain. I'm not in pain. No. By the word of God, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the healing. I'm working on the healing. My head may think one way, but I'm telling, I as a saint of God, knowing the word of God, I'm working on my healing. Because why? I have the same spirit of faith. The faith of the word of God. His word says, by the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already healed, so I am healed. Go with me to Romans 4.17. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So, in light of that scripture, Jesus took my infirmities. I may be experiencing some pain in my body right now, but Jesus took my infirmities. So what's going to happen? What am I speaking about? You're going to line up right. according to the word of God. And the word of God says, I am already healed. I said, body, you be healed yes. in the name of Jesus. And, you know, I, I've, I've had to talk to my body a lot and tell her, well, this is what you're going to do. This is what you, you're doing this because this is what the word of God says you're going yes. to do. Not, you know, because people, they'll, they'll keep saying, yeah, I'm sick, I'm sick. I'm, no, not, that's not coming out of my mouth. I am the healed. I am the healed, protecting my health from sickness and disease. And I was listening to a pastor, and he was saying, the Lord told him that the saints of God that stay in faith, that walk in faith, he says they're going to see deliverance like popcorn. I mean, deliverance is just, and then suddenly, situations change, just and suddenly. And you know you know how popcorn is. And yesterday we, we, we gave, um, one of the things we did at the Ladies' Fellowship, we had popcorn. <clears throat> and the saying on the bag was, um, is your heart like pop, like a kernel hard or is it like popcorn after the kernel is popped? It's soft. It's, it's fluffy. It tastes good. It smells good. But, you know, when you go through a situation in your life and the heat is on, that will let you know what type of a kernel you are. If you are a colonel, if you hard-hearted, stiff-necked, you know, you, you just complain about everything, or if you, you, you're going through that heat and you're going to make it through until you pop, until you're a nice, fluffy, puffy piece of popcorn that can be eaten and enjoyed. You know, you don't want to be that hard heart. You don't want to be that colonel that's hard and not pliable, not forgiving, not, not giving, not doing anything, just being hard-hearted. You want to be, Lord, I'm going through the fire. I'm going through... But I'm, when I come out, I'm going to be nice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fluffy. Yes, I'm going to be all that you need me to be because I have a, a pliable, soft, forgiving, loving heart. So he was saying the deliverances and, and the healings are going to be like popcorn. You know, when we were little, we had the... I don't, if you remember the Jiffy popcorn, and you put it on the stove and then you shake it, you keep it moving, and after a while you see that little bags just start just, just getting bigger and bigger. You know, so first thing you're shaking it, and you hear nothing. You know, you're just shaking it and saying, maybe it's not working. You know, so you still got the heat on. Sometimes you're going to end your life, you're going to keep the heat. You got to apply the heat to the situation. What is that? The Word of God. You're going to have to start sometimes applying confessions. Sometimes you're going to have to pray just a little deeper, just get a little quieter before the Lord. Spend that time in the Lord. Spend that time with the Lord. Just meditate. And, you know, you just shake and say, 
I don't see nothing happening. Don't look like this healing is showing up at all. But I'm, I'm sticking to the fire. I'm confessing the word. The word of God says, by the stripes of Jesus, boy, I'm here. And then all of a sudden you hear one pop. Just one pop. When you hear that one pop, what, what's happening? You know you're about to have an avalanche of popcorn in a little while. So you hear that one pop. Say, That's encouraging. You know, you wake up one morning and say, I don't feel as bad as I did yesterday. Say, That's a pop. You know, the Lord, something happens, the Lord sends the money, say, hey, that's a pop. You know, I, I, I see a break to someone to call and get, granted me favors. That's a pop. And after a while, you hear another pop, pop, pop. Say, all right, you keep it going. Pop, 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 pop. After a while, it's popping all over everywhere. And that's what the Lord was telling the pastor. He said, I want my people to know I'm going to send deliverance, healings, breakthroughs in their life, just like that popcorn. Just popping over here, popping over there, popping everywhere, just popping, popping, popping. So that's what we want as saints of God. Stick to that word. In the heat of the battle, when things seem like it's just going all wrong. Everything you're trying to do, everything you put your hand in, seem like it's turning out wrong. Just keep that heat applied. Keep the word of God applied. And after a while, you'll start seeing that pop. You hear a pop here, a pop there. I said, Lord, thank you. And then when, when um, Elder Dorita came with the, with the idea with the popcorn, I said, Lord, that is great. That just, it just it fell right in line with what your word is saying, what you're revealing to us. Because he wants, he wants us as saints of God to get into position of expecting from him. Expecting from the Lord. If you're not expecting, nothing's going to happen. If you're not confessing something to come, you know, you're not calling in, you're not looking for it, you're not, you're not meditating on the word for it to come to pass, nothing's going to happen. Nothing just happens by accident. It, it's something cause there's a cause and effect for everything in our lives and if we want to receive from the Lord we're going to have to do some things we need to get into that word spend some time with the Lord let him tell you what he wants to do in your life get direction from the Lord Lord I, I, I don't know what to do in this situation I need your help every day I say Lord help me Lord I need your help I trust you with every situation in my life the things that are going on right now I trust you I trust you. I tell you, I, 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 you know, the Lord just made me so free. I'm just, I'm just excited. And I we was having, uh, we were doing praise and worship and then um, corporate prayer. And I, just, I started looking around and looking at the chair. And I just saw, I just saw people. I just saw people. And I, I just broke out in the biggest grin. I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your will, your bill, your church. Your church your and I got so happy I couldn't help myself. I just began to praise the Lord. I said, Lord, I thank you. Why? Because, see, when you're in the heat of the battle and you're waiting on that popcorn to pop, do it in joy. Do it in joy. Do it in Thanksgiving. When you're waiting for that breakthrough, you're waiting for that call, you're waiting for whatever that, that you're asking the Lord for, in joy. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. But when the heat is on, get into that word. Begin to pray in tongues. Lord, I, I need you to reveal to me an answer in your word. Spend that time with the Lord. You start hearing popping here, popping there, popping everywhere. Even though you're going through and it seems like you're being crushed, you're being pressured, and the pressure's on. And it just seems like I'm hearing that more in the body of Christ. All over, the, the, you know, even the, 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 the teachers on TV, they're just saying how much the church as a whole is being pressurized. They're being crushed. I mean, and the society does not want the church to be free and to be able to speak whatever they want to speak. I mean, it's just like a crushing. But our job is to know there's a breakthrough. 
is busting loose. It's a breaking loose for the saints of God. When you begin to thank the Lord and just praise him, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that your favor is over my life. Every morning when you leave the house, Lord, I, I thank you for the favor. I expect the favor of God. I expect the goodness of God. I expect today to go well for me. And I say all is well, no matter what it looks like, all is well. I can have that joy in my life because why we are standing on the word of God no matter what the devil tries to do why because he hates you he does not want you to have the, the, the Lord's working in your life he does not want you to have deliverance he does not want you to have joy he wants you to walk around sad and pitiful oh woe is me that's not how you're going to get deliverance that's just not how you can you know can get delivered things that go on in your life you cannot control I've come to that, that, that realization. Things happen in our lives. People treat, mistreat us. They do wrong things. They say wrong things. They come against you. Those are the things that are outside things that you cannot control. You can't control people and their minds and their thoughts and, and whatever they want to do. The only thing that you can control is how you respond to the situation, how you respond when they come against you, how you respond when you're in that crushing, when you're in that depressing, that, that crushing um, situation in your life, how you respond. Do you respond in anger? Do you respond in hatred? Do you respond in, in, in retaliation? Or do you respond in faith? That same spirit of saying, uh, you may be trying to crush me right now, but I am not distressed. I am not in despair. I don't care what you're trying to do. I, I'm not doing it. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. As though they were. I'm calling on healing. When I'm feeling the sickness, I'm calling on prosperity when there seems to be lack. I'm calling on debt freedom when there's bills that needs to be paid. I'm calling things that be not as though they were. If we keep saying, I can't pay these bills, I can't pay these bills, you won't be able to pay them. But you're calling debt cancellation in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you would supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. And Father, I thank you that you said it gives you great pleasure to bless and prosper me. Thank you, Lord. Thank, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I bless your name. And you begin to call those things that be not as though they were. You say, Lord, I'm looking for a job right now. And I thank you for the best job. I call it in right now. You put in the benefits that you want. You put in the hours that you want. You put in the amount of money that you want to make. There's nothing too hard for God. Nothing too hard for God. You let him know. He said, put me in remembrance. What is it that you want of me? What is it that you want from me? Because it gives me great pleasure to bless and prosper you but if you don't expect that your father would do that for you you won't have faith for it to receive it but just say lord i believe your word i thank you i call in the finance you got a bill that's coming in and i said lord there's one that's you got your name lord here's your bill here is your bill i i i'm not even even if i had the money i don't have it i wouldn't pay that right now this is your bill i'm turning this over to you your bill your will and you will your bill it's yours, and I, I totally, totally expect you to pay that bill because you said you supply all my needs. That's not first door 10 and 10. That's your word. Your word says it. And Father, I believe your word. I tell you, when you apply the word of God to your life, you apply the word of God to the situation that you are facing in your life, you will see how the Lord begins to work on your favor, in your favor, on your behalf. But if you're always moaning and groaning and woe is me, he's not moving. He's not moving. 
You're working in unforgiveness. You're working in doubt. When you're working, he, he, he's resting. Lord, I don't want you to rest in this situation. I need you to work. I'm standing on your word. I, 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 I am believing you. I am being humble enough to believe your word. I'm having the humility enough to believe what you said and not take pride and say, well, I can work this out for myself. I don't need the Lord to do this. I can take care of this myself. Honey, that's pride. And when you have pride, the Lord's not working. He's not working on your behalf. He, he, he's not even obligated. He, he, matter of fact, he's resisting you. He says he resists the proud. When I read that, I said, good Lord, when I try to take care of these situations, try and do it on my own and try and fix it for myself, that's pride. That's pride. I'm taking the place of God. I said, Lord, forgive me. I don't want to be in the place of pride. I want to be humble to receive your word. Humble enough to say, Lord, I give this to you and I totally trust you with this. I am being humble. People say, well, you think you're just this and you think, you're... no, 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 no. That's pride. That pride. But when I'm humbled enough to say, Lord, I trust you. Yes. I believe your word. Yes. I know what your word says. That's being humble before the Lord. That's humility. That's when he loves me. He, he can draw nigh to me as I draw nigh to him. But when I said, no, and a lot, you can hear people say, look, I got that. Okay, you're going to have that because the Lord is not in it. He is resisting you like the plague. And you pray, Lord, when you go, nah, you said you got that. You got that. He resists the proud. So he loves me. So I'm walking in humility. I'm walking in the faith of God. And I'm waiting to see all that he's going to do. Because he, he said, I am not man that I should lie. So when he spoke a word to you, that it's, it's just as good. You know, Satan likes to put, stick his foot and try to hold up a plan. I don't care. I'm not moved by that. I know what God says. I know what God's going to do. He cannot lie. So when he placed a blessing over this ministry, it's still there. It is still there. Thousands and thousands, thousands, it's still there. I'm not moved by what I see. Why? Because God cannot lie. He can't do it. He placed a blessing, and our job is to receive it. Lord, I take it out of my hands. I give it to you. I'm trusting you with this situation. And that's when he spoke, to my, spoke in my heart, my will, my bill, my church. I feel, I said, Lord, you don't have to tell me twice. When I tell you I got free, I sure enough got free. I said, Lord, I trust you with this. I trust you, with, and I see all these here. I see them all filled. I see them filled. Do you understand? Overflowing. Three services full. Why? Because God cannot lie. He cannot lie. And I tell you, I am so happy in the Lord because he loves us. Hallelujah. We trust the Lord. It says, um, faith, when we are troubled on every side, been pushed and with everything, every type of pressure that Satan tries to put on you, your answer is, but I am not distressed. I don't care. I'm not distressed. You get the phone call. You get a letter in the mail. You get a pink slip on your job. I am not distressed. I am I the same spirit of faith. The same spirit of faith that you do whatever you want. I'm not in distress. I'm not in despair. 
I'm not overwhelmed. I am blessed of God. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. The enemy will try to keep you out of the rest of God. God wants us to get to the place where we just believe him. That's what he wants to do. Just, if I can just get my children to believe me. Just believe what God says. When we begin to believe what he says, we will get into the rest of God. That doesn't mean when you sit back, well, I'm looking for a job and I'm going to sit right here until somebody call me. That's not what the rest of God is. When you're resting in God, you're standing on his word. You're meditating in his word day and night. And in thanksgiving, you're praising him because you know it's already done. Lord, it's in your hands and I thank you. Lord, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Satan wants to get you out of peace. He wants to get you out of trust. He wants to get you out of faith. But Hebrews 4 and 11 says, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. The Message Bible says, and so this is still a live promise. It wasn't canceled at the time of Joshua, otherwise God wouldn't, have, wouldn't keep renewing the appointment for today. The promise of arrival and rest is still there for God's people. God himself is at rest. And at the end of the journey, we'll surely rest with God. So let's keep at it and eventually arrive at the place of rest. Not driving out through some sort of disobedience. He wants us to be at rest. At rest. Amplified said, let us therefore make every effort to enter into that rest of God to know and experience it for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same examples of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. We don't want to fall into that example and not believe and receive the rest that God has for us as his children of God. He wants us to enter into the rest. No matter what it is, pushed, pressed, I'm not upset and I'm not distressed. That's the spirit of faith. That's the spirit of faith. Says I don't mind. Throw your best, shoot your biggest gun, whatever. You, and Satan tries. He tries to shoot his biggest gun at us. Yeah. But if we can say, I'm not distressed. Right. I'm not in despair. I'm not cast down. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not even trying to get to the point where they say perplexed. Even if we hit perplexed, you know, you, you say, well, how did that happen? Yeah. Where did that come from? I know that's, that's what Kate words came around. Where did that come from? Look, I don't even understand it. But I wasn't distressed. Right. Not, now I'm not. At the beginning, I had to catch myself. And the Lord, like I told you last week, he, he said, Look, you better wake up to who you are. You better wake up to your righteousness. Wake up to your righteousness. And sometimes we have to come to that place where we wake up to our righteousness and realize, hey, I am the child of God. I am the righteousness of God. He winks when he sees me. I'm the apple of his eye. You know, you got to tell yourself. Like David said in the word, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Why? Because Satan doesn't want you to be encouraged. He wants you to, you know, to, to be so perplexed, so distressed, so distraught. And, you know, the Lord wants us to be in faith. And I'm, I'm, uh, while we're in faith, I'll go into the more next week. When you know you're in faith, and I'll give you a description of that next week. You know when you're at faith, in faith, you know when you're at rest, when you have peace, and when you have joy. Uh, I'll, I'll go into deeper next week. But if, if we don't have that peace and enjoyable situation, 
You know, the Lord said, don't have that unfeigned faith, that false faith, that faith that's hypocritical, that faith that doesn't really know, doesn't believe. We don't want that. We want that, that, that faith that believes the word of God. And when we believe that word of God, we begin to walk in joy. We begin to walk in peace. And we begin to say, Lord, I thank you that I am fighting the good fight of faith. And I'm going to rest. And I'm resting, resting in the arms of the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.